0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. I'm your host, Parker, joined by producer, Jenny. Hello. And Jenny, I'm going to let you kind of take the reins on this one because this is a really exciting uh, episode we've got for you today from your recent trip to New Orleans.
1: That's right. So I had to actually go to Gonzales, Louisiana for work for a couple of days, and I Mm -hmm. had planned to go to New Orleans for a day and a half afterwards and, of course, stop at some distilleries while I was down there. And then one of my... Co-workers in um, Gonzales actually mentioned that I needed to go to Sugarfield Spirits. So I did that that night. Um, and here we are doing an episode on it. Um, before we I have we have a special guest on the phone today. But I, before that, let's introduce the rest of our panel.
0: Yeah, I got a uh, uh, Todd my right here. Hello, Todd. Hello. Welcome back. I have the power couple of uh, of really social media and whiskey and really everything. Uh, Jake, <laughs> Jake and Savannah. Uh you may, you may know uh, the little th- show they do called Whiskey Written. You may, you good, may, good and, stuff.
2: And if you do, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: uh, and we're joined by first time guest, Chris. Welcome.
2: Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here.
0: Fantastic. And uh, and Jenny, let's let's talk a little bit about our uh, our guest on the phone.
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, one of the co founders of Sugarfield Spirits was nice enough to join us on the phone. So we've got Andrew. Hey, Andrew.
3: Hey, how you doing? We're
1: good. Thanks for joining us today.
3: Thank you for having me to get tonight, yeah. guys.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Can you uh, get us started and just give us some background on the distillery and tell us how you all got started?
3: Sure. So, uh, the distillery, uh, we started in uh, January of 2020. Uh, it's me and my brother are the people that kind of started this. We, we've been talking about doing this for many, many years, but... Uh, 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 short story on it is me and my brother got drunk one night and decided to <laughs> yeah. uh uh you know, Yeah, I mean we we were like let's, let's let's just start a distillery man and uh we got up the next day and uh and basically my brother is a uh chemical genius and uh I am uh pretty good at hospitality and uh like I can't I can't do the I can't make the alcohol and he can't sell the alcohol. So, uh, uh, we're but luckily the... we, uh, complement each other. So, uh, we're, uh, yeah. Can All I just say,
2: it. uh, yeah. um, congrats to you for getting drunk, having an idea and remembering it the next morning. That is <laughs> most of the battle.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, right. I mean, how many times have you gotten drunk and said, uh, yeah, we should, we should start a bar and, uh,
0: every time we did. And,
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, well, here we
0: are. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. So, what about um, can you tell us a little bit about the spirits that you make? I know you make just about everything, um, but uh, give us a little bit of a background there.
3: Sure. So, uh, so we opened in January of 2020. Uh, and as many of you know, we uh, opened right before a pandemic started, which is not oh, really thing. recommended. <laughs> uh, but, but it, <laughs> it is kind of one of those kind of deals where you you, you're either going to sink or swim you know what i mean and uh uh and we we decided to uh we we decided to swim and uh uh, we found that the best way to uh make it through the pandemic was to release new things so we started releasing new stuff and uh Uh, That works great for me being in the uh, on the bar side because you know we started with five different uh, five different spirits. We started with uh, with a bourbon, a vodka, a gin. uh, I'm sorry, a a a bourbon, a vodka, a a coffee liqueur, a uh, an agricole style rum, and a um, uh, a a white rum. So uh, so like it was like our our hands were kind of tied like when we started with kind of cocktails that you can make. But then after that, we, uh, we started just pretty much every month releasing something new.
0: Um, let me, let me ask you a question for your agricole rum. Um, is that locally grown sugar cane you guys are using?
3: Some of it is, uh, we, st- the agricole rum that we started with was out of Florida. A, a lot of people think that, you know, you can get this agricole rum and it'll be, uh, finished and ready to go and uh uh the rum we got was 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 not that it was a very very uh raw rum and uh we we, we finished it and uh we, we placed about half of it into a barrel and released the other half into uh as an unaged spirit and uh, then we pulled some of that unaged spirit and we uh uh we did something pretty unique with that we uh uh one of our stills has a gin uh, gym basket, and we uh loaded that gym basket up with lemon peel and we, so we did a lemon peel agricole style rum.
0: I've never heard of something like that that's pretty cool
3: yeah we're uh you're gonna hear about a lot of this yeah. <laughs> this is the uh like like this isn't even the tip of the iceberg. this is like the top of the tip of the iceberg. Doesn't sound like so, you uh, sank
2: or swim. It sounds like you chose a third option, which was drink your way through. <laughs> right
3: well like that's kind of what we did man like we just started like just getting super creative and uh just doing a lot of different stuff and found out you know what's what's gonna work and what's gonna be popular and uh and at the end of the day what do we like and at, at the end of the day what do we like is kind of one of those weird situations because we like a lot of stuff that is very very niche products and it was kind of like that, uh, that lemon, that, that lemon, uh, style rum. We were big fans of that, but nobody else was. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that is that so, matters. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a that's a big kind of deal. And uh, as a person that owns a bar and has a distillery and, uh, you know, you have a rum that most people are not interested in. I mean, what do you do with that?
0: Yeah, that, that's tough. I guess, uh, make cocktails. I don't
3: know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's right. Yeah. That, you, that, that's the correct question. Like, that's the correct answer. Yeah. You make cocktails with it. And, uh, so, uh, th- that just came to me. And, uh, on my side of the, uh, of the distillery, my answer was find cool cocktails to make with this cool rum that, by the way, n- nobody else is producing. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's and, me- uh, so, yeah. So we started producing, uh, a lot of really cool cocktails, uh, and uh,
0: yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Well, we got this rum in front of us, and I am itching to try it. <laughs> that's right. Um, so yeah, first up, we've got the, uh, the spiced-flavored rum. Uh, but fir- sure. But first, we'll take a quick break. And we're back. We've got the this spice, this spiced-flavored rum from uh, Sh- Sugarfield here in front of us. <clears throat> um, really interested to know what kind of spices go into this thing.
3: Sure. So, uh, most of the time when you're talking to people about spice rum, you're talking to people about a, uh, a flavored rum that they're, you know, you you know, they're taking a, uh, you know, vanilla extract and adding to it and they're adding a ton of sugar. And like most of the time when you hear spice rum, most people think of really, uh, a really substandard product. And that's not how we approach this at all. Uh, we approach this just basically like, uh, I mean, we took a rum and then we spiced it. Uh, We we uh, worked with a local spice uh, spice company. Uh, Mm. We worked with uh, uh, Red Stick Spice Company. So if anybody's from uh, Baton Rouge, they realize Baton Rouge means Red Stick. So uh, you know, Red Mm. Stick Spice Company is uh, is uh, you know local local spice company. So we 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 worked with you know the Mm. local experts on spices. And, uh, uh, we did, uh, I was making the gin at the same time my brother did this. And, uh, uh, I think we did 25 different gin types wow. and, uh, 15 different spiced rum types at the same time. And, um, we were just tasting every day until our, like, <laughs> taste buds were just worn out. Yeah. And, uh, uh, this one, uh, the really cool thing about it is our spice rum and our gin came out with basically the s- same spices. Mm-hmm.
2: I got to say, as a uh, a basic bourbon boy for the most part and a creature <laughs> of habit, um, going into different spirits is always, uh, um, I enjoy it, but it's definitely um, like stepping out of my comfort zone. And I appreciate right. what you were saying earlier about finding out what you like um, and what you want to make. Uh, because Parker here is uh, kind of the person who tends to pull me out of that comfort zone and show me things I probably wouldn't pick up or try on my own. And this is really sure. unique. So, like, from my kind of basic palette stepping out of uh, uh, the whiskey world, uh, on the nose, it kind of reminds me of, like, if you made absinthe less angry.
1: <laughs> um, okay. A little I'll more approachable. The sure. palate yeah.
2: completely different. A nicer.
1: <laughs> Some vanilla and, like, licorice going on on the, right. on the nose. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I, I so, really, uh, I really like this rum. This is great.
4: Yeah, I, 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 got, I gave my nod of approval, which is perfect. It's a big deal for Frisky. <laughs> yeah, I, say, I definitely
2: Savannah, aka Frisky Kitten.
4: I'm definitely, um, I'm hard to does not sometimes. usually drink something. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> but I, I smelled it. And I was like, this smells like Christmas, but drunk. She's almost then, put the glass
2: away already.
1: I yeah. said that when
4: I tasted it at the distillery.
1: I was like, I want to make a Christmas cocktail out of this. Yes. Thing. that's And then
4: oh. I drank it and I thought this tastes like something I could drink. drink. Like a Christmas yeah. potpourri. Oh my god! I right. was going to say potpourri, yeah. but I didn't want to offend anybody because my grandmother always—I don't know why. I thought so
2: I you can wear prepared. this too, right? So <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I Absolutely, was, this is this doubles as a cologne. <laughs> you know, if you want to just smell like a. Uh, I without,
4: I yeah. I have a major sweet tooth, and I actually I I love how sweet this is.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, it's got a great balance yeah. though—the sweet and the spice. I mean, it's
4: right. it's got a little bit like of a, a bite. To like, it. A really, Do you compare nice this too? to any other. Uh, uh, uh,
3: Spice rum on the market. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the least sweet. Spice rum on the market. And uh, as, as it goes with Sugarfield. You'll find that we always have. The least sweet thing on the market. Mm-hmm. And there's a good reason for that. The reason for that is this. I am the advocate at the distillery. For bartenders. Because as a bartender. I can add sugar to any. Any spirit that comes across, I add a little go. bit of simple syrup. And mm. you can, you can, so keep the, <clears> the, uh, but, but at the same time, you can't take it I've out. I've had so many. Yeah. You can't take it out. Chris I've I, had Chris, so many. Coming
1: from a bartender, Chris is a bartender
3: over there. Chris, Chris, you hear this, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't want something that's like not sweet at all. Like if it's, like, I have a, a couple of my friends have sent me like different, you know, liqueurs that they've done. And I'm like, it has no sugar in it, man. Uh, It's kind of like when you have a a dish at a restaurant, right? If there's no salt on that dish, the flavor is not pronounced enough. Mm -hmm. But if there's too much. Sugar is the same. So sugar to spirits is the same to salt to food. Like if you if you put too much salt on food, it's gonna be it's gonna be gross, you know. Yeah. Like uh, you've all had food that's just been oversalted, and you're like, "Come on, guys!" Like you just oversalted this, and it's the same with spirits. When you when you have to over sugar something, the flavors are not right. You, your your yeah. flavor balance is not correct. And uh, what what our whole thing with this was. Making sure that that flavor balance was perfect.
2: So, you spoke a little bit about the kind of initial process of uh-huh. choosing those spices, those flavors. What is right. it that you're looking for in a spice rum? Is it, sure, is there anything in particular, like any kind of notes that you're looking to kind of, um,
3: pull
1: out of there yeah exactly yeah
3: yeah Yeah. so uh so basically what we did when we were starting the whole process of the spice rum was uh we went and uh we did our you know we did our research we went and found a bunch of spice rums and we looked for something to emulate or something to not emulate Mm -hmm. uh and uh ultimately we found a uh like spice rum is one of the categories that uh we think is really, really lacking. Uh, All the spice rumps that we found was either, uh, it it was not a balanced category at all. I'm not sure if y'all are gin fans. Are are y'all gin fans?
1: We cover all the spirits on this
3: podcast. Oh yeah. I can be. Excellent. All right. So, uh, so to me, like there's, there's nothing better. Like gin, when I started my whole gin journey, I didn't like gin. In fact, I a lot of people do not like no, not gin. Not liking gin. Like there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't like gin. To me, gin and spice rum are the same thing. Like spice rum is just a, another example of gin. It gin be done is very a well spice very bad. Vodka. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, and we chose to opposite. do our our gin as a, a a dry gin, and we chose to do our. Uh, Spiced rum as a sweetened spiced rum, so just it's the only rum we do that we add any sweetener to.
0: I uh, I hundred percent I agree with you that the uh, the spiced rum category as a whole is very lacking. There are just not a lot of good options if you go to your local store for a good uh, a good spiced rum. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about this next bottle of rum we got, um, the the barrel aged rum, which is sure. uh, batch sr six. I am very excited when I heard what this was finished in <clears throat> or is it finished or just aged the whole time in, in white port barrels? Yeah. Uh... Yeah.
3: So this one is, uh, aged in a white port barrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the life last round we talked about, uh, I didn't talk about the base of it at all. So the base of that is, uh, uh, it, it is a, uh, 75%, uh, Sugar and twenty five percent molasses uh, base for that rum. The rum for this is a hundred percent cane juice. Oh, nice! Now uh, I think I like I emailed y'all all the details on this. Yep. Uh, one of the things I didn't go into detail on is actually like I, th- I think I told y'all I have the like coordinates of where this came from. Yeah. Which is pretty insane right
1: yep the coordinates from the place in, like in the spot in yep. the field where you cut the cane
3: all right well the reason i have those coordinates is because uh i was like we we, we actually harvested this ourselves that's
1: so cool and when i say
3: we harvested this ourselves i mean
1: you cut it you, off you'll the, call yeah, to a lot of
3: distillers the and they'll <laughs> tell you they cut some cane and they had they did not cut that cane <laughs> This was literally cut by us. Oh, like, like With one of those hand. big machete things?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in
3: the field cutting this cane. So cool. Like, uh, the reason we have the coordinates is because I still had another job when we were cutting this cane. And I texted my brother. I was like, hey, where are you at? Like, like, send me your address. I, I want to meet you. And he's like, in the middle of. A cane field in Napoleonville. (laughs) So he just dropped a pen and sent it to me, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, So fast forward a couple of months after we harvested all the cane. uh, We crushed the cane, by the way. Like, we hand-crushed all of this cane.
1: That's awesome.
3: Uh, Harvested Like, we fermented it. Uh, I I had a part. Like, I literally touched every single part of this until – I was, I, I poured out of the bottle and I'm like, like every time I do it, I'm like, this is it. Like I am like, that's the I'm juice like, you, you made in the field. <laughs> yeah. This is from dirt to glass. That's so cool. And, like I touched it every single aspect of the way.
2: And hand crushing that cane is
3: there yep. a like a is there a story behind that? Are y'all yeah. looking for the story behind the hand crushing? All right, yeah. <laughs> y'all can get the story here. Uh, so uh the hand crushing of this cane is kinda like this. Uh is it an automatic crusher? Absolutely it is. We bought this crusher from Vietnam. All right? <laughs> oh what's <that>? doesn't <laughs> get more authentic. Yeah, so I'm gonna tell you, tell you, this us. is a this is a pretty good story. So my brother, like uh was talking to this guy, he had a he had a crusher and uh he uh, he he wanted to buy it and uh so uh my brother paid him, and uh, and then the guy, you know, ghosted him for, like, three months. And my brother's like, you know, we paid I, – I don't know how much he paid for it, but it was a couple thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so he's, like, you know, keeps texting this guy and emailing this guy, and, and finally he's just like, hey, your, uh, your crusher's here. And my brother's like – and it's like a Thursday – and my brother's like, oh, excellent. Uh, where can I pick it up at? So he texts my brother uh, uh, a uh, an address. And uh, my brother, you know, throws his wife and daughter in the car. And he's like, let's go pick this up. Like, uh, So they drive to New Orleans. And the address they give them is like uh, this really sketchy, gas station my <laughs> brother like pulls in and it's like uh texts the guy like hey i'm here and uh the guy's like cool see you in a second and comes out in a forklift and <laughs> drops the crusher which is this huge machine which is super top heavy by the way this machine is like a two-ton top heavy machine oh god <laughs> drops it in oh, the back of his I'm truck anyway uh so he gets it dropped off so he gets out, shuts it down, like uh, ratchets it all in, and uh, he makes it back to our street before this thing falls off. Oh my god! Of the uh. crate that it was on, and then we have to go get it with our uh, our, our uh, forklift and bring it back to the distillery. That's how it gets yeah. get <laughs> you. Have to go back and buy the it was <laughs> thing. That's yes. so funny. But we, uh, you got, like, you got it done. <laughs> By the way, like a lot of people think that like uh, this style of rum is like, uh, oh, yeah, like you can do it easy peasy. You literally cannot do this rum if you are not a week out of this rum of of finding the cane. Want to put a so if you're not a week out, out of the then... cane, can't get it. You can't do this style of rum.
1: Yes, so when I went to the distillery, uh, your brother was very impressed because I was wearing a T-shirt from one of our favorite rum distilleries, Kohana, which is in Hawaii, but they're an agricole rum distillery yes. as well. So when Kohana, he saw agricole, yeah. when he saw agricole, Kohana, yeah, yeah, when he saw my agricole rum T-shirt, he was very impressed that yeah. I like yeah. that I was into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, speaking of guys who would go out with machetes every day and stuff, uh, yeah, because they do, <laughs> they do, they child do child that too, can. right?
3: Yeah, um, people doing it right. I mean, yeah. Kohana is we there, love it. There's a very Use like rum distilleries that do it right. Totally beyond all of this. So uh, I <laughs> yeah, guess let's, we need let's to take taste a taste. This now. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's drink some rum. And uh, then after that, let's uh yeah let's talk about it a little
2: bit. Yeah, funny mm-hmm. thing about that shirt. The nose that he is bought, uh, The guy brought it out on a forklift. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the, the nose of this is great. It's got some like uh, I feel like some dark fruit notes and some almost oh, yeah. like lemon lime going on. Some Sprite.
0: That's really that's really nice. Nice richness Mm. to it. Jenny, question for you: What what did this bottle go for? What was the price on it?
1: Uh, Uh, I believe fifty,
3: something like that. Yeah, I believe this bottle was fifty or sixty. Yeah, one of
0: the two. That is a steal for uh, solid, great.
1: Yeah. So we didn't get to this, but so like when you walk into the distillery, and I really appreciated this, um, like the upfrontness from your brother when we when I talked to him. Like there's a whole wall of shelves of stuff that they sell, um but they have their stuff that they make hundred percent in house kind of separately from the stuff that they've sourced um, so uh-huh. uh, I appreciated that there was a lot of upfrontness about like, yes, we made all of this hundred percent you know in house um yeah. and you know you know you're you're a young distillery, so sometimes you do have to source some things
3: mm-hmm. oh, absolutely absolutely right. well there there's a big difference between. Rum and whiskey. And uh, one of the biggest differences is uh, rum ages a lot easier than whiskey does. Uh, that being said, the, the reason for that is rum tastes better before it goes into the barrel than whiskey does. Most whiskeys that's going into barrel is pretty much Undrinkable
2: embalming fluid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like uh,
3: it's it's, but but that's what makes all the flavors that come out in all the great flavors of whiskey. Like talk like that's not talking trash about whiskey. That's saying just being
1: true. Beautiful <laughs> yeah, flavors.
3: No, yeah, yeah, beautiful beautiful flavors come come out of bad flavors going in. I mean, I think we started with fifteen different barrel styles. This one is a, a super unique barrel style. Uh, see how I
0: wrap that up. So this is uh, this is <laughs> nice. a white
3: port barrel that we used. Uh, are y'all f- familiar with white port?
0: Yeah, we actually have Apple. a have a bottle of uh, a high west that was uh, finished in white port that we got on the bar oh, behind yeah. me here. So I've I got a little bit of experience with white port aged uh, whiskey, at least not rum. So this was a kind of a fun experience for me. I think it's the first time I've ever had a rum aged in white port.
2: I've got to say, with that, am I crazy for getting, uh, like, not just root beer, but like craft root beer uh, on the palate out of that rum?
0: No, because it's, no, it's got, yeah, it's got a little of that, like, vanilla y action going on. Yeah,
2: maybe that's a it's, bit of what it is. But
0: no, great stuff. Very unique. I love that you guys do a lot of different batches because I think that's so much fun, especially if. Like if I lived in the area, I'd be I'd be there every two weeks. Like oh, what's the new thing? Like what do we? No seriously, what are we we trying?
1: No, my my goal also is to impress Parker with with rum. Mm -hmm. So I was I was like very carefully like tasting every one of your rums and trying to pick the correct one to bring back for Parker. So I think <laughs> I did a good
4: job. I,
0: I appreciate that, dear. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Jenny's
4: like, I try to impress Jake with, you know, whiskey. I know what I'm talking about. Watch yeah. this.
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, fantastic. Uh, great, great stuff. I, lo- I really like that rum. Yeah. Um, I and mean, we yeah. got the, we got the fig liqueur. I really got to hear the, I'm sure there's a story behind this.
3: Let me, let me say one more story before we, we get over to the thick liqueur. You just mentioned bourbon. I cannot move past this. Uh, we we actually have a lost barrel of bourbon that's going to be uh, introduced in the next two weeks. Uh, and Ooh, it's going easy. to – yeah, it's it's bourbon that we uh, we finished in a white port barrel. No and bet. When I say lost barrel, <laughs> it is literally On a, a barrel of whiskey <laughs> – that we did not remember.
4: <laughs> I love that. Uh-huh. That's
3: and uh, like, uh, we were six months in and uh, do, we, we did inventory on our barrels. I mean, we do inventory mm-hmm. every now and then. And uh, we did the inventory <laughs> and uh, my brother said, uh, Hey, do you remember, uh, you know, a barrel of uh, bourbon and a white port? And I was like, yeah, there's no way we did that. We were, I mean, we are all about the rise at this point. We were doing this, we were doing that, and uh, so we we pulled the uh, we pulled the number, we found the barrel, and uh, pulled a sample of it, and uh, it was fantastic. And not only was it fantastic, uh, but uh, we, we said, "Hey, turns out." Like, my brother was. My brother was. He was a little bummed about it at at, at like first when I pulled it. Out, I was like, "No, this is." This is actually bourbon, dude. Like, I think we got this. And uh, (laughs) he was bummed for a second, and I was like, No, no, dude, this is good. This is like, I can market this. This is great marketing.
1: Oh, my God. That's uh, That's great. Yeah.
3: And then after that, he he actually moved the barrel again, and I lost it again. So it's like, to me, it's a double loss barrel. Oh, (laughs)
4: nice. Is this one of those situations where you guys were drunk and you forgot about the barrel? And. No, no, back no. We, we, we did it's not, we did not, mold. it
3: didn't fall off at the end. Yeah, that, that,
0: that, that. Uh. Well, that's awesome. Well, yeah, I'm sure people are going to love that. But yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about the fig liqueur. So, so what, uh, Jenny was telling me you guys do a lot of different liqueurs. Yes. Uh, um, so There's Je- so many flavors. So, so Jenny, just, what did you, what did you like about the fig specifically that you... Yeah,
1: so I did try a bunch and I knew I wanted to bring one of them back just so that we could talk about the wall of liqueurs that you guys have because I did try... My first thought was the coffee liqueur because we are big fans of coffee liqueur Mm -hmm. in this household. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was very good. The fig stood out to me as something that I would absolutely love to cocktail with as a former bartender. And it's similar to what Andrew was saying about how there has to be some sugar. Like there has to be some sweetness in what you're cocktailing with because there has to be some balance and i feel like most of the time i'm trying to avoid too much sweetness when i'm making a cocktail because i'm afraid of it being too sweet but this particular one stood out to me as something that i'd love to cocktail with okay but they also have so many they have what a lemon a strawberry uh like i mean you can probably list them better than me
3: (laughs) yes absolutely i mean we 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 have a lot of different liqueurs and we're, we're just getting started. Like, one of the things that we really believe in is having a lot of different things that are unique and proprietary and delicious. So, if we're talking about strawberry, there's strawberry season. You know, when strawberries are there, they're just their prime flavor. So, like, you remember eating a strawberry? Mm-hmm. So, a strawberry, what is a strawberry supposed to taste like? It, it's not going to taste like strawberry flavoring. Absolutely strawberry not. Strawberry flavoring is just sweet. It's mm-hmm. sweet strawberry, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. A strawberry has, you know, a little bit of bitterness. It's got a lot of, it, you know, there's a little bit of tannic flavor in there. There's there's a good bit of sweetness.
4: I am personally, and uh, Jake knows this, I I am strictly a strawberry, fresh strawberry person. I refuse to eat anything strawberry fresh flavored. Strawberry. Yes, absolutely. I, my parents I had a giant strawberry field. I grew up on a small farm, so um, had a giant strawberry field growing up, and that is where I got my strawberries from. So, I if it's strawberry flavored anything <laughs> yeah. else, I throw a fit. Like I, I hate <laughs> yuck, fake we'll strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get it. I get that. Yeah. I hate every fake flavor. Yeah.
1: No, Uh, I appreciate that and all the the different things that I tasted um, while I was there obviously came from some very, uh, uh, it all had like a fresh taste to it, and a lot of us have tasted this fig liqueur now.
0: Uh, this fig liqueur is great. I saw Savannah perk up over here. <laughs> yeah. I did. It yeah. is so uh,
4: good. I love it. Yeah. Well, first off, I love so, fig. So you are all tasting <laughs> fig liqueur, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right. Um. So
1: one when, when we were when I was at the distillery, we discussed with the fig liqueur. You could use this instead of simple syrup in like an old fashioned.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. yeah substitute it for guys. some. Yeah, yeah. Instead of
1: syrup, yeah, you can use this <laughs> with the flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I could really imagine doing a lot of different things with this cocktail wise and also a lot of the other flavors that you have out there.
0: Yeah. Like if any of our listeners, you guys are in the New Orleans, Baton Rouge. Louisiana area
1: if you're driving from Baton Rouge Mm -hmm. to New Orleans stop in Gonzales and visit these guys
4: I noticed that um just because I'm one of these people as soon as I saw you guys were in Gonzales Louisiana I first will say that Jake and I have never been to Louisiana Um, but I am a huge fan of True Blood so (laughs) Um, yeah the first few seasons um but I did notice you guys are you have a jambalaya festival in Gonzales like a huge jambalaya festival
3: yeah, yeah. we're the jambalaya capital of the world. That's incredible. Is that that what you mean?
4: Yes, that's what I saw. Fantastic. I love jambalaya.
1: Researcher frisky kitten over here. I had to, I wanted to look, I just wanted to see where it was
4: in Louisiana. And so it looks like Jake and I will have to make a trip down there sometime. Yeah.
1: Yes,
2: sir.
0: I, uh, you don't have to convince me too hard to go down to. No, (laughs) exactly. It's a good time down there. Precisely.
1: Yeah. Amazing food. Really good oysters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And great rum, as we've just ex- experienced. <laughs> yeah, so yeah that's go.
1: right. That's right. Yep. All right. Does anybody want to share their favorites here? Or,
0: uh, well, I mean, uh, the second one we tried is my favorite. I, <laughs> I feel like favorite. a lot of people are going to say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah that that, um, that white port finish is fantastic. I'm going right. to
4: go with the spiced flavored rum was my favorite first, and then the fig, and wow. then yeah. the barrel age. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of
1: sounds like a. a what you would say. Yeah, exactly. I I
4: figured you guys could pin that on me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, all three of those were fantastic though. Thanks for stopping in, Andrew. We appreciate it. We enjoyed tasting all of your stuff. I enjoyed visiting when I was down there.
0: Um, I'm excited to check it out next time we're down there. That's right. Um, It's very cool. All right.
3: Well, thank you guys for, uh, for having me. Thanks for uh, including me on this uh, podcast. Yeah. uh, If you ever have any questions, let me
0: know. All right. Awesome. Thanks so much, man.
2: Thank you so much, Andrew. Take care.
0: Cheers, guys. Cheers.